This is season four of Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Listen, laugh, and learn. On today's show, we're going to discuss animals. And we're also going to talk about, vroom vroom, that's me, cars. (laughs) Plus, we'll open up the mailbag again and news from around the world. Totally useless information it's everything you never needed to know welcome to episode number 12 animals 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 crazy animals so who knew researchers from queen mary university of london have found that goats have accents and they change as they grow older and move into different groups. The findings contradict claims that most mammals' voices are entirely genetic. Previously, only humans, elephants, dolphins, and a few other mammals were thought to be able to pick up accents. But the scientists found that the calls for, of young goats raised in the same social groups were similar to each other and became more similar as they grew older. No two dogs... Mm-hmm. have the same nose print. Their nose is very similar to our fingerprint. So technically, if you took the print of a dog's nose, no two dogs will have the same nose print. That's amazing. Okay, so if you it's, look at somebody's nose yeah. and, you, and you and you try to identify the, the print, no two prints are the same. They literally have prints on their nose. It's not... What you think? <laughs> <laughs> Up your nose with a rubber hose. Puffins use twigs to scratch their bodies. They surely have enough to be proud of with their beautiful beaks, but the seabirds also happen to be quite clever. According to a 2019 study published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Scientists, or PINAS, Atlantic puffins in both Wales and Iceland were observed... Yeah, what was that, penis? No, pu- <laughs> Penas. No, penas. Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. They observe penas. Penas. It's an acronym for the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Now, mm-hmm. what are they scratching? Spontaneously using a small wooden stick to scratch their bodies. Do they scratch their penas? No, they scratch their bodies with a wooden stick. There's, there are videos out there if you can check it out. If you want to just, you know, uh, Google puffin fits scratching their bellies, you'll see a little puffin pick up a tiny twig before using it to scratch the itchy spot on its belly. Sure, or its back, that which they have a song for that. It's called Scratch Back Fever. <laughs> <laughs> and the goats in the background go, nah. <laughs> The old puffin bird. Yeah. Uh, puffin, that's right. Yep, that's what they're all doing in Canada now. Go puff yourself. <laughs> Humans have a nerve called the olfactory nerve. Uh-huh. It leads to our brains and tells us what smells are basically supposed to smell like. Well, dogs' brains, the center of a dog's brain for smelling is 40 times larger than a human being. Wow. So not only are their nose prints different, but they can really smell you. Yeah, which is so sad for a dog that has to live with me after I eat like <laughs> points of beans. <laughs> That's right. In, in a previous episode, we talked about your, your gaseous nature. Yeah, my dog is the only dog that learned how to speak. 
My dog actually, after that episode, says, ah, come on. <laughs> yeah, and the next time it smells, you blame the dog. Yeah, uh, the dog says, see, he says two things. Ah, come on, and you've got to be kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you should record it one day and play it on the show. You're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Those who find themselves in the presence of a grizzly bear, you want to stay out of the reach of the animal's super sharp claws. But they're certainly also want to keep mm, out of the grizzly. Yeah, but not only that, but you should also want to keep out of the grizzly's mouth because these creatures, oh yes, they have a bite force of over 8 million pascals, according to the National Geographic. This means that grizzly bears can literally crush a bowling ball between their jaws. That's good advice, Nick. I mean, Nick gives you really great advice. Don't get into the mouth of a grizzly bear. Right. You know? Yeah. Nick is like, don't take your shoes and socks off and walk over broken glass. These are all great things. Don't put your face over the stove. You know? That's why we say listen, <laughs> laugh, and learn. That's the learning part of the listen, laugh, and learn. Humans have seven bones in our neck, and that's the vertebral bones. Okay. Okay, the vertebral vertebrae. Well, I just like saying that. Well, giraffes, how many bones do you think giraffes have in their neck? 500. Seven. Okay. <laughs> the same, same amount of bones. They're just huge. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's kind of like how guys look at me when we're in like one of those gym showers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm like, well, hey, same structure. It's just huge. <laughs> elephants and humans have similar self-soothing techniques. Elephant calves will suck their trunks to comfort themselves. The babies do it for the same reason that humans do. It mimics the action of suckling their mothers. Wow, cool. Yeah. So Now, speaking of elephants, let me uh, talk to you about my sister. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, you know, this is this is why punctuation is really important, okay? Yes. So my yes. sister yes. Patricia wrote a book. It's called Love You Always, Gray Elephant. Mm. So, boy, she's going to kill me for that one. So punctuation really changes everything. Where do you get the book? So you go to Amazon.com and type in Love You Always, Gray Elephant, and gray spelled G-R-A-Y. You got to get the book, folks. It's great. I'm serious. It's a great kid's book. So because here's, here's what the description says on Amazon. Have you ever grown an attachment to something like this program? Have you had a hard time letting go? Again, like this program. Like marriage. Join Danny in his journey <laughs> through love, friendship, and some growing pains. Danny has a tough time starting school because as a young boy, he's learning to outgrow the attachment and gain independence. But what happens? He loses the elephant. Yeah. But don't worry, it's a heartwarming story that illustrates a boy's discovery of his newfound confidence and friendship. So check it out. Love you always. Great Nick elephant. gave you this whole big to-do story. It's a great kid's book. <laughs> Get it for your kids. Go to Amazon and type in. Go ahead, Nick. Love you always, Gray, G-R-A-Y, elephant. Do it. Do it. Do it right now. Well, listen to the show and then right. do it. Write yeah. it down. Write Love it down. you always, Gray, elephant. Yeah. Write it down and go to Amazon and the book section. Yes. Folks, let me explain something to you. You know, it's not just that Nick and I have this incredible talent. Some of it spilled over to his sister. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a well-known child book author. Love you always, Gray Elephant. Check it out on Amazon.com. One more dog fact. What is the percentage of dogs that sleep in their owner's beds? What? 
Forty uh, percent. About the same amount of husbands that sleep in the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> my, my my doghouse is fully furnished at this point, including central air conditioning. You're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. This is Totally Useless Vehicle Information with Nick, Meet Me, and Roy. <clears throat> Fasten your seatbelts. Fasten your seatbelts. I'm Meet Me. And he's yeah. Oh, listen, uh, got to tell everybody, um, Nick and Roy dot com. This was a record breaking Nick and Roy dot com. It's that simple. This was a record breaking week for our website because we do the Sirius XM show and we do we do so many different things. We're all over the place. But uh, record breaking Nick and Roy dot com. Go on the website. You'll understand why people do 70 something shows there. It's all free. Everything's free. Yep. And the information that you would normally pay, I don't know, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars to a college for, we give you for nothing. That's right. <laughs> it's T U I U, totally useless information university. So let's get back to cars. Yes. In South Africa, you could buy a BMW complete with flamethrowers. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. You need those. In 1998, a South African inventor, in conjunction with BMW, designed a novel method of avoiding carjackings. Mm-hmm. which was a big problem in the country, named the Blaster. It came as a response to a wave of increasingly violent carjackings, which plagued the country and left many people dead. Serious problem. Operated via foot pedal, drivers confronted by armed robbers can simply slam on the pedal and douse the assailants with blooms of flame several feet long. Yeah, it's just a very humane way of getting people. <laughs> South African law permits you to use the force as self-defense. It's perfectly legal, and it was only taken off the market in 2001. It was withdrawn to the fact that it was too pricey. Yeah, that's the reason to be deemed profitable. Yeah, too pricey. We just, we're really upset because it's just one of those options. It's like air conditioning. You know, that's a bit pricey. Air conditioning, so, power locks, power brakes, and flamethrowers. This one's a great model. It's loaded. It's got everything, including the the vehicular flamethrowers. <laughs> it gives maybe that's where the term Hot Wheels came from. Exactly. <laughs> Having a problem with the wife? No problem at all. Hit this button right over here. <laughs> it's a marriage. In fact, we actually put one of the nozzles under her seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you always because, said she had a hot ass. Yeah. It's hot <laughs> Automatic hot ass button. <laughs> You're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Yes, yes. One of the most expensive cars ever made, and um, it's an antique car. It is a Rolls Royce HR15. That was the model number, Rolls Royce HR15. Only six were ever made, and only one has survived the test of time. Its value when it's sold to a private collector is $35 million. Wow. Uh, I'll take two. Does it come with a flamethrower? You can't get two. Oh. There's yeah. only one, and there's flames probably out the back because there were no, there were no emissions. Right. Not the, they, they were admission to the emissions. <laughs> years years ago when Volkswagen had these problems with uh, with emissions so the headline was emission omission admission <laughs> Hong Kong has the most 
number of Rolls-Royce cars per capita in the world. It was a British colony in the early decades, and most of the British officers, as well as businessmen, had a Rolls-Royce of their own because it was considered the ultimate status symbol. Oh. Do you know the name Royce, R-O-Y-C-E, means son of Roy? In 1940, the first four-wheel drive car was created by the U.S. military. The United States military needed a four-wheel drive vehicle for small little thing that could get people around. It was made by a company called Willys, and it was called the Jeep. Jeep. There you go, Willys. You got the Willys when you go into a Jeep. <laughs> 1940. 1940 attacks. And, by the way... Um, if you bought the African model, it had flamethrowers. <laughs> <laughs> no extra charge. No charge. <laughs> uh, Are you kidding me? You're down in Africa and they're like, they're like, you want to buy my used car? And he's like, look, I want to buy it, man. But your car, it doesn't have flamethrowers. I'm sorry. I can't buy it. Sorry. Not what I was looking for. The modern cruise control, we've all used cruise control from time to time, yeah. also known as a speedostat or tempermat, was invented in 1948 by a blind... I'm so glad they called it cruise control and yeah. not those other two things. No, exactly. It was invented by a blind man, mechanical engineer Ralph Teeter. His idea was ostensibly born out of the frustration of riding in a car driven by his lawyer who kept speeding up and slowing down as he talked. So it was a blind man who invented the cruise control. I think it was the same guy, Teeter, who invented the flamethrowers to get people out of the way while the blind people were driving the cars with the cruise control. The most accident-prone car in the world is a Ferrari 458 Spider. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, I have driven as a gift for my birthday. My wife got me a Ferrari 458 Spider. Nice. It is crazy. It is 700 and some odd horsepower. It's insane. The car is dangerous. And I would assume from driving it that, yes, very easily could be the most accident-prone car. But what do you think is the least accident-prone vehicle on the market? It is a Ford F-150 Super Crew Cab. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, I mean, let's be honest. You're driving in a big f-150 crew cab they probably don't report the accidents because it just destroys whatever it hits and it just keeps yeah. going <laughs> and hit by a flamethrower by the way my chair is making noises listen do you hear that yeah it's your chair yeah yeah sure it is my, that is my chair it's not and your not chair the leftover remnants of the uh garbanzo beans that i had yeah in my hummus listen <laughs> you can buy the garbanzo. My yeah. chair. They, it is my chair. Yeah. Although I can fart on the man, but go on. <laughs> FOD. I can FOD. I dare you. The car that sold more than 1 million units in one year, a record that still stands to this day, is the 1965 Chevrolet Impala. 1 million Ooh. units in one year. Wow. That's cool. That was a great car. Yeah. 65 Impala. I wish I had one right now. Do you know what a Bugatti Veyron is? A Bugatti Veyron is one of the most expensive cars in the world. It is a 1,000 horsepower, zero to 60 in two seconds. And the top speed of a Bugatti Veyron is 253 
miles per hour. This car is so cool and so sexy that women leave their clothes in it even if they're not taking them off. (laughs) (laughs) So you could do laundry at the same time. I got it. It's wonderful. I mean, Bugatti Veyron. Look it up, folks. Go on uh, get an image of a Bugatti Veyron. Just sick. They are now the fastest police car in the world. Yes, Dubai in the Middle East. They thought it was necessary to purchase 14 of them for probably, I don't know, 800 to a million dollars each. 14 of them for their police force. So if you're in Dubai, and even if you're in like a Ferrari that's very dangerous and gets in a lot of accidents, don't say, let's just outrun the cops because you're not going to do it. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You learn lots here. That's right. Listen, laugh, and learn. You learn lots what to do, what not to do. As you're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. And now for something completely useless. The human heart is so strong that our heart's contractions create enough pressure to squirt blood 30 feet, according to the website MonkMed, think of it like a super soaker coming right out of your chest, okay? So again, the human heart is so strong that the heart's contractions can create enough pressure to squirt blood 30 feet across the room. Now, Nick and I, uh, Nick Nick worked at my family's restaurant, and uh, one of the chefs uh, swung a cleaver, missed the object he was going to hit, and hit his um, wrist with the cleaver and severed an artery and the blood shot all the way to the ceiling. And I remember watching and it had to be like eight feet to the ceiling, at least maybe 10. Yeah. And it just hit the ceiling, the blood. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) Whoa. not good. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever you do, stay away from the tomato sauce. Can you imagine? Can you imagine though? Thirty feet? Yeah, that that's how powerful the heart is. So take care of it. His name is Jerry Hodgkins. So Jerry, if you're listening, give us a shout out on nickandroy.com. I'd that's love right. to talk to you. We're blood brothers. <laughs> We're blood brothers. That's right. You go to well, you can send us an email. Any one of you can. You go to our website, nickandroy.com. What's in the mailbag? What's in the I'll tell you what's in the mail. It's become so cool to read our mailbag. Yes. We have listeners from all over the world. And it's just, it's, it's amazing that we're communicating with people in Japan, Indonesia, uh, Canada, New- United States, Mexico, Brazil. I mean, uh, it's, it's nuts. Australia. We, we speak to so many different people. Thank you so much for listening. Um, they've left their mark on the show, too, because we have to acknowledge that our listeners have helped craft our categories. Mm-hmm. So Patty V from Thomas uh, Thomasville, Georgia, she wrote to us and said that uh, gardening and planting, and then Nick was discussing doing a thing on gardening and planting. And we were like, oh, my God, because Nick had brought it up, and I said that I don't know. What do you think? Gardening and planting. And um, then then I understand that Nick doesn't know what a Ford Pinto is. So we give shout outs to these people. And even though Nick did really come up with the gardening uh, section, mm-hmm. Patty V, you were right there in the same week when he brought it up. 
So Thomasville, Georgia, Patty V, thank you so much for giving us interesting categories. And it, it really is a very interesting category, more than I thought. Well, Patty, I guess there's really not much of a nightlife in Thomasville, uh, Georgia, because you're emailing us. But thank you. Anyway, that's great. Also, I got to do a shout out to a guy. His name is Marshall. Marshall is from Virginia. I met him in Spring Hill, Florida, a place called Mary's Fish Camp. And he listens to the show. And so I'm going to give him a shout out because He's a really cool guy. Went to a place called Mary's Fish Camp. This guy helped us out because he's a really expert fisherman. And he helped us out with what to put on and what rigs to use and so on and so forth. He was just so nice helping my wife out. Maybe maybe he thought she was cute. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> Marshall from Virginia, he said to me, quote, unquote, the first time I said one thing to him, he knew I was good people. And I'm going to say he's a good person. Marshall from Virginia, thank you so much. And I hope you're listening right now because I think you are. <laughs> so all you have to do is go to our website, nickandroy.com, and click on Connect Us, nickandroy.com. What's in the mail? Well, we've come to that part of the show, the beloved segment. It's time for the news. And now, from around the corner and around In August of 2017, a kitchen worker at a Texas juvenile detention center noticed a strange delivery, 375 kilograms of beef fajitas. It's an item that they never served at the detention center. Turns out that since at least 2008, so for about nine years, the prison's food services administrator had been ordering fajitas for the center. But instead of them going to the kitchen, he sold them to a nearby restaurant owner and pocketed the profits. Six days. How many years? Nine years he did this. 326 kilograms or 826 pounds of beef. That's where the beef is, all right? Six days after the delivery that Gilberto Escamilla failed to intercept. He was oh, arrested. Oh, well, a good thing. And now we know why he ordered fajitas. Why? What was his name? Gilberto Escamilla. Yeah, yeah. He ordered the fajitas. Did he get any tacos with that too? or? Uh, he was arrested. Oh. Okay. He's married to a woman. Her name is Anchilada. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was arrested swiftly ending a decade-long $1.2 million crime Okay, Escamilla pled guilty to the theft by a public servant who was sentenced to 50 years in jail. And one of the people that were brought up at the trial was this very old lady. They uh -huh. walked her up to the stand and the judge said, what are you doing here? And she said, where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> what was Gilberto Escamilla's wife's name again? Anne? Anchilada. 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 And they have a lovely young man, a son named um, Guac. Guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So for for almost a decade, he, so, he stole $1.2 million worth of beef. That case has been all wrapped up. Wow, wow. And they have, and you know, he has a brother whose name is Jimmy. Jimmy Changa. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is now I'm in the mood for Taco Bell. That's all the time we have for, thankfully, for this episode of Totally Useless Information. I have another friend. His name is Tab. 
Tabasco. <laughs> we will scour the internet far and wide to bring you more useless information next time. He's got another cousin named Sal. Salsa. <laughs> I heard it was a great dancer. <laughs> okay, folks, go to nickandroy.com because we've completely lost our minds. Go to nickandroy.com. Thanks for listening all over the world. We really do appreciate it. Again, leave us an email, nickandroy.com, and we'll see you next week. I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. And I'm Anchilada. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>